Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of A Good Drop, where each week and every week we cover up the bottles we're drinking out of so we have no idea what we're doing. Yes, that's right. It is another mystery blind taste test. And the mystery is a mystery, unless you've looked at the title of the episode you're listening to, and then you know it's brandy. (laughs) So, let's begin. I'm Stu. I'm Michael. Cheers. Cheers. Yes, you heard the man himself. Let's begin drinking questionable, questionably good or questionably bad brandy. Yes, because we, we don't know. It could be any sort of brandy, I suppose. Were you specific? Uh, I, well, yeah. We went. I went to my favorite bottle shop and I set, said to the guy, can I please have some mystery brandies? And he said, absolutely. Do you want to include all brandies or just uh, straight brandies, uh, straight brandies and cognac. And I said, let's go with straight. Uh, so no fruit brandies. Ah, okay. So there's absolutely no risk of encountering any other brandies. Any other style. So yes. these are straight brandies, potentially cognac, because uh, cognac is a straight brandy. It is, just from the cognac region of France. Hmm. And I doubt it's Armagnac because... That's probably not in our budget. Yeah, though surprisingly people think that it's not a lot... Well, some people think it's not as good as cognac. And it is slightly different. Yeah, it's just a slightly different style. Yes. Mm. Uh, so we should we should start by cracking one of these bottles. Were we going to go uh, shortest to tallest or tallest to shortest? Oh, I think shortest to tallest again, yes. So yep. uh, this, let's, is, this one's the shortest. Yeah, so let's begin at the beginning. Alrighty. With opening the bottle. Uh, I'm just doing it carefully in case there's writing on top, which there um, is. There is. I see so it quite don't, clearly. Don't look. Uh, is it a twist? It is a twist. It looks fancy. It does. We should try not to look at it. I'm going to put it behind there because there's writing on the camera. Yes, avert your eyes. So... We should warn you, dear listeners, that due to total lack of hindsight, despite the fact that we knew in advance we were making this episode, I forgot to bring my brandy balloons, so we are instead drinking out of old-fashioned glasses. So it will not taste the same, it will not be at its best, but we should still be able to tell the difference. Mm. I mean, an old-fashioned glass is a standard, but it is not the right standard for brandy. Yes, it's not the appropriate shape. Mm. Although I do have a uh, Glencairn glass, which might be... Close. Closer. It's definitely closer, mm. but... But still. only the one. Mm. And for consistency, we are both using the same glass. Yes. All right. Here we go. Cheers. Number one. First, the smell. It's warming, for sure. Yeah, it's... Mm. That smells very complex. Yeah, I'm getting... 
I think I'm getting like apple and yeah, caramel. definite fruity notes, but I think also some spice notes in there, mm. which suggests to me that this is probably a VSOP. I don't remember what that means. <laughs> <laughs> is it uh, very? Is it very good? Very, very superior. Oh, we should have looked this up. I have to double check because I, I did look this up and I've forgotten. Listeners, we should have done a refresher on brandies, but apparently it's that kind of week this week. Well, I, I did. <laughs> I actually did do a refresher. Well, I didn't, so. And I just I forgot. How's your How's your preparedness going? <laughs> Right, I'm going to taste this. Okay. So, for when we talk about it later, the VS means very special, VSOP means very superior old pale, and XO means extra old. Hmm. Now, I believe this is probably a VSOP, because VSOPs and XOs tend to have the more spicy sorts of scents to them. Yeah, well, they tend to be aged a little bit. Well, they have to be. Well, the VSOP yeah. is a little bit. The XO is a lot. Yeah. Um, so, first taste. as Tastes kind of like a whiskey, so maybe it's an XO. Um, but obviously not a whiskey because there is zero smoke to this at all. Yeah. I'm definitely getting... Subtle fruit, a lot of spice. And although we're uh, drinking them out of old-fashioned glasses, we're still holding them in our hands to warm them as we drink. Yes, because you want it to be slightly warmed by the hand. Mm. Which is why, if you ever see anybody holding a... Brandy snifter or brandy balloon, whichever you choose to call it, they generally cradle it in the palm. Hmm. With the stem running between their fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is like smooth, but it like it's yeah. got an edge to it, mm. but it's refined. Like a it um, is. like a like a a, a dress sword, ceremonial sword. Sharp but refined. Yeah. So I would go so far as to suggest that this is either a VSOP or XO and is a cognac. Mm. What was the difference between the two? Do you remember? Um, between the VSOP and the XO? No, I mean a cognac and a uh, Cognac and a brandy. Cognac... Aside from the region-specific... Aside from the region-specific, cognac tends to be double distilled and thus smoother... Well, cognac has to be. There are very specific rules. Yeah. And this is ridiculously smooth. Mm. Oh, it's, it's still got an edge. It's still got that bite to it. But it doesn't leave you gasping for breath. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, it's a kick, but it's like a street urchin kicking you in the shin. <laughs> rather than someone kicking you in the teeth. Yes. Yeah. This is very nice. Um, 
yeah, first, first impression is that I think this is the expensive one. Yeah, I, I feel that Yeah, deep within my soul. But then that may just be the warming effect of this. Oh, yeah. Brandy. Thank goodness it wasn't very warm today. Yeah. Because we'd be sweating. <laughs> well, this is fantastic. So we will take our time finishing this and then move on to bottle the second. This is fantastic. Like... I'm 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 really impressed. I really think this is the the top one. Yeah, yeah, so do I. And I I'm really I'm I'll be shocked if it's not a, a VSOP or XO. And in in 2018, they actually changed the standard for how old something has to be. Really? For the marks, yeah. So traditionally, a VS had to be aged two years. They increased that to three. They increased the age of the VSOP from four years to five mm. and increased the age of an XO to 10 years. Ah. And France being a uh, not... Like, it's a Mediter- Mediterranean climate? No. it It's a temperate it, zone, Temperate, yeah. yeah. So, so, so France being a temperate zone, you can age them a lot longer than you'd expect to in, say, Tennessee. Yeah, though there is, uh, I suppose, some confusion... Well, can be some confusion between the XO ranking and the Napoleon ranking for mm. brandies. One of them is 10-year. The other one is closer to 20. And from my research, they seem to be almost interchangeable, which can't be right. But maybe one is cognac-specific and the other is brandy-specific. I'm not sure. Hmm. Well, the the guy that helped me pick these three bottles, he was very knowledgeable about them. So mm, when I go back to that bottle shop, I'll ask him. Yeah, I, I did find conflicting information on the interwebs. Interesting. About the, the XO and the Napoleon. Hmm. Yeah, because we, we are very inexperienced with brandies. The brandy episode that we did way back. Way, way back. back. Wait, have we done one on? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's how I ended up with the Mucal. That's Mucal. right. Yep. Con- brandy and cognac. Yes. Um, Mucal. Mucal, however you pronounce it. Well, it, it looks like Russian, but it's French. But it's French, yeah. Those dastardly French and their mystery pronunciations. Um, yeah, I honestly can't remember anything about it, about that episode. And... Realistically, that's been most of my experience with Brandy's, that episode, and we haven't really revisited it since. Until now, and yeah, I I gave myself a refresher on what sort of flavors I could expect from the different categories in the hopes of not looking too foolish in the making of this episode. Well, it's too late for me. (laughs) And I, I think so far I've hit it on the head. Mm. I think those are the sorts of flavors that the interwebs said we should expect from that kind of category, and it's probably a cognac. There you go. So uh, we're going to continue taking our time drinking this and see you in a few. All right, we have finished those in record time for what I suspect is very good brandy. And now we have... Numbers, 
two. Number two. Which has a green cap with some sort of logo on top. And we are trying not to look at the logo just in case we recognize it. It's unlikely, but we might. I don't. Um, okay. Cap actually looks a little bit... It It's substantially flimsier than the first cap. Oh, yeah. The first cap looked impressive. Yeah. The cap looked impressive. Yeah. So I'm going to hazard a guess that that's... I mean, just flavor-wise, the first one was bloody awesome. Yeah, it was pretty spectacular. No, right. This one, we have just poured it. The color is similar, but I think slightly darker. Oh, really? I would have said slightly clearer. Oh, no, you're right. It's just the angle. Mm. Mm. All right, smell. Well, oh, it's <laughs> it's not as not not as no, nice it, smell. It's more pungent, that's for certain. I don't actually that smells odd. It actually it reminds me slightly of the smell of hospital grade cleaner. Like uh, mercurochrome. It reminds me slightly <laughs> of the smell of mercurochrome. You're right. I haven't smelled that so. Ah. But it's kind of like Calv- kind of like the smell of old cider, like off mm. cider that's been like but, spilled on your bench and you have to clean it up the next morning. Yeah, I mean that that is only one of the smells though. I am getting fruit fragrances from it. Yeah. And there's definitely an apple smell and a caramel smell. Yeah, and possibly like a caramel popcorn kind of smell. Mm, possibly a little bit nutty. Yeah, yeah. Like um, those like hot French roast almonds. Yeah, French vanilla almonds. Perhaps. So let's let's taste and see what we think. Oh, cheers! Cheers! Oh man! Uh, all right. Oh, this one kicks a little harder. And so the street urchin is now wearing steel-capped boots. <laughs> I I don't like this one. But I ha- it has been said before that I don't really like brandies. Mm, the, the warming effect is pleasant. Mm. Without a doubt, it still has that, still does that. The flavor is definitely not as complex as what we began with, nor is it as smooth. Ugh. It, um, it burns differently. Like with the last one, it was uh, burning on the tip of your tongue and a little bit on the back. Um, but this one, it's it's like a flat uh, burning. Straight across the top almost. Yeah. Yeah. Like you've um, licked an iron or something. And yeah, actually almost like you've just eaten a piece of pizza that's too hot. Yeah. Yeah. A similar sensation. Mm-hmm. Or uh, pasta that's too hot. Yeah, really anything that you might eat that's too hot that burns mm. the top of your tongue. But yeah, it's an interesting mouthfeel to be sure. Yeah. And it kind of makes it hard to pick up any flavors because you've got to get past that sensation first. I don't like it. <laughs> I, mean, I think I am getting some subtle floral notes. Uh. Okay. But I would say that this is a brandy. 
Yes. And probably a... Probably just a VS. A VS, yeah. Yeah. Because there's no uh, vanilla flavors from the from the wood. Yeah, there's there's nothing of the there's nothing of the barrel in this. Yeah, no no oak flavors. Um, yeah, it, it like there's the caramelly flavor there, but you get that from brandies because it's a burnt wine. Yeah, I mean that's literally what it used to be called, mm. and like. I could I could see someone enjoying this, but I'm not that person. Yeah, I think this is. Well, if it is a VS, it's the sort of con. con it's the, if it is a VS, it's the sort of brandy that you use in a cocktail, hmm. or for cooking. Yeah, or for um, making your own fruit brandy out of, because the fruit will overpower all these weird flavors that I'm not. Really appreciate yeah to use this as as a base <laughs> and then add something else yeah in an attempt to make a what was that fruit brandy that we did the episode on calvados calvados yeah so you, you could use this as a base to make your own calvados almost uh no calvados is based on cider it's still brandy no it's not made with grapes at all but it is a brandy it's an apple brandy but it's still a brandy you could add apples call it calvados no, that's not. It's it. Calvados. It would be wrong, but you could do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not saying you should. I'm saying you could. Yeah, yeah. This w- this is probably a good brandy to use as a base for fruit brandies, whether it's apple or apricot or whatever. Um, I guess I'll power through this and. Yeah, we'll just try and get this one out of the way, and I I think this has to... I really hope that this is the bottom end. Me, me too. We we thought we'd started with the top, and to jump straight from the top to the bottom is a little bit brutal, but I really <laughs> hope that this is... Assuming the other one was the top, I hope this is the bottom, because yeah. if the other one was the middle, then we have a really great place to go from here, but if this was the middle... Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I'll uh I'll see you we'll see you guys in 10 seconds. And we're back and ready for bottle of the third. All right. Here we go. It's red lid with some scribbling on the top. Oh, it's got a peeling off bit, has it? Oh, I hate these things. It uh, does. Yes. But not the st- not the standard one. Um, it looks like it's more of a um, old wine style where you got to use a. Uh, oh, it's wax. Thing. So it's wax. Yeah, because we're saying it's no, no, not not wax, but like you got to use a a waiter's friend with a blade on it. Yes, wax. Oh, you. That's usually it's wax. Like they yeah. they put it in a cork and they pour wax over it. Wow. To stop the cork from coming out. There you go. So, so I'll be back, guys. Yes. Yeah, so now I'm going to say in my finest posh British accent <laughs> that it would appear that a bottle the third is very classy. Bottle yeah. the third. Well, it's, it's classier than bottle the first. Well, I mean, it's it's a less fancy looking lid, but it has wax. I'm not convinced it's wax, though. 
And I'll admit, wax doesn't necessarily mean classy. There are a lot of people who like playing with wax, and that's just for fun. That's not about class. That's an entirely different kettle of fish. All right. So you were entirely incorrect. Yeah, and it had a. a it had a break point. We just needed to twist it. Yeah. Well, the break point was hidden by the. By the bag. Because I didn't. Because I didn't want to give much away, and so. So we didn't pull it far enough out yeah. of the bag. But it's a cork. Like, it is a cork. Love that sound. Beautiful. I don't really smell much from the cork, but you guys know how much I hate that foil stuff because I keep slicing my thumb open yes. on ones that I forget. It hates you as much as you hate it, I think, and that's <laughs> why it tries to attack you every time. Yeah. On the plus side, because I've removed it, we can... Uh, I can use more of the bottle or view more of the bottle to pour it neatly. Pour it more neatly. Ooh. Well, this is a lighter, more pale color, I think. Well, more pale than the last, but I don't think quite as pale as the first. No. So maybe this is a VSOP. Mm, I feel that this is also a regular brandy rather than a cognac. Because the other thing to remember about cognac and why it's generally a lighter colour is that it has to be made with white grapes. Yes. And double distilled. Yes. So it should generally be lighter than any other brandy. Hmm. All right. And now for the nose. What does it smell like? Brandy. I can guarantee it smells like brandy. It does smell like brandy. <laughs> but it smells like good brandy. Yeah, it smells better than the last yeah, I, one. I feel like this is the one in the middle. I think we've gone third, first, second. Mm. Top, bottom, middle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, top, bottom, middle. Well, just going off the smells anyway. Yes. Purely from the smell, this doesn't smell vicious. Mm. It smells... Better than the last one, but not as good as the first one. Quite, so, quite. Yeah. So, what what do we smell? We I mean, smell... It's a little... I'm still bitey in the nose. Yeah, I'm bitey in the nose, definitely. But I think I'm getting some subtle spice in there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which makes me think this may be a brandy VSOP. Yeah. Because generally the spice comes from the barrel and you get it in the older... Yeah, I smell a little bit of vanilla, so it could be Fr- could be French oak barrels. Um, not much caramel though. No, and maybe some very subtle floral scents, which yeah. are usually something that you'd attribute to a younger brandy. Yeah. So, but I am smelling a lot of grape, a lot of wine smells. Yeah, so it might be a VSOP. Hmm. Very superior. No, very, yeah, very superior old pale. Yes, very superior old pale, exactly. All right, cheers. Cheers. You can drink it without saying cheers. How rude. (laughs) Oh. Whoa, <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> so it smells nicer than it tastes. Well, the taste, sorry, the taste is fine, but it's bitey as 
all hell. Yeah, the um, the flavors, like the initial taste, is oddly reminiscent of a Johnny Walker Black, but yeah. but what comes afterwards is much more subtle, and a little bit fruity, a little bit spicy, mm. and kind of the aftertaste is almost reminiscent of cinnamon. The the aftertaste is what makes this drink. It's far too bitey on the front to really enjoy that part. But after you, after it's gone down, the what's left is yeah, the spice, the the warmth, the uh fruitiness. So, I don't know what to think about this one. Yeah, I think it's it's almost like So rough though. Oh. Um, yeah, I and um, any it's it's like being slapped in the face by someone with a great ass and then they walk away. So the start heart the start is definitely unpleasant, mm. but then something pleasant comes afterwards. <laughs> but the view is nice. <laughs> Oh man, I hope your fiance doesn't listen to this episode. Oh, she will. But yeah, it's <laughs> it's a rough beginning with a nice ending. Yeah, I I can totally see what you mean. Yeah. Um. Oh, what's that flavor? It's like a almost a bitter caramel aftertaste. Like like burnt caramel almost. Yeah. Molasses, that's the one I'm looking for. It's sweet-ish, but it's uh, bitter as well. Mm. But it does obviously doesn't taste like rum. Um, it is absolutely brandy, but it's got that like bitterness where, like car- that caramelized bitterness. Yeah, but it's it's interesting because all of the it really is those strong flavors. Uh, at the start and then it eases off and everything mellows out (laughs) I really want to like this I really want to like this but it's just so rough yeah I I really really want to like it I mean it's got it's got all the typical brandy things like the warming sensation the the caramel flavours the a uh, little bit of burn, but it's just ah, oh, it's so rough at the start, and then the ending is great. It's like the complete opposite of the amaro that we had yonks ago. Yeah, where it starts out well, and then just you go fuck as it belts yeah. you with bitterness. Yeah, it's the complete opposite. It belts you at the start, and then every from every, and then. It belts you at the start, and then from there on in, it, the rest is very pleasant. Yeah. So, so I, I really want to like this, but I just, it's very hard to get over the start. Uh, but I still think this is on the, in I, the. I feel like it's the one in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, let's not forget that we are drinking it out of the wrong glass. Yes. Because. Potentially, that could make a difference. Oh, 
That's hard. Okay, so it's, it's still better than the second one. Uh, well, smell-wise, for sure. Flavor-wise, definitely. That kick at the front. I can't do it. All right. So let's let's see what they are. So pass me the lid. Lid. Oh, the not. last one. Oh, Recork. Yeah, the final yeah. one. Yes, and now as Stuart fetches the receipt, we will prepare for the reveal, dun, starting dun, dun. with the last bottle. Yeah, all right. We'll go backwards. We'll go backwards. So, the final bottle... We have... ...was the Chateau de Tarraquette VSOP Basse Armagnac. Armagnac, eh? Yeah, an Armagnac. And oh, well, I've never had an Armagnac before. Neither have I. So, according to the label, at Chateau du Tariquet, our best Armagnac... It's, it's probably like Tariquet. At Chateau du Tariquet, our best Armagnacs are made exclusively from the grapes harvested from the family estate's vineyards. The distillation takes place in an authentic wood-fired Armagnac alambic, using the traditional continuous distillation process. Our hundred-year-old sellers quietly safeguard our brands. Brands? No, quietly safeguard our barrels or pieces, as they are called. Each variety and each vintage are distilled and aged separately for the first years. Then the blending of our pieces, a true Sevier Fayère in the heart and identity and style of our best Armagnacs, will finalize a long period of aging and a meticulous selection and a small novel on this label that I'm not going to continue reading. But <laughs> they do finish by saying that the VSOP is smooth, round, and powerful. The very fruity aromas are supported by mellow notes of wood. The finish is beautifully long in the mouth with a lingering hint of macerated stone fruits. Ah. Uh. Yeah, maybe that was the and fruity flavors I was picking yeah, up. I didn't get the wood. I mean, no, but it is reminiscent of a hot drink. Mm. Uh, you've like say you've just ha- just bought an espresso and you have a sip, and the first sip is bitey AF because it's so hot, but then you get the flavors and the smells accompanying it. Yeah, I mean, I suppose if we're talking like the vanilla of French oak, mm. then that could be the wood, because there was a slight vanilla to it. Definitely. Like, it was hard, to, to be fair, it was hard to pick, given it was so bitey. Yes. Um, it's Is that 47%? It is strong. Yes, this is, it's 40%. 40? 40. Oh, it, yeah. 22 standards, 40%. Oh, I couldn't see the zero, the f- the four zero. Yeah, forty percent. That's actually lower than what um, most of the things we, most of the spirits we drink. Yeah, interesting. It is. So the right. middle bottle, the one that we believed to be the low one, Saint Agnes. Yep, this is the cheap one. Saint Agnes VS Brandy, double distilled, pot stilled. Uh St. Agnes VS is a double-distilled pot still brandy handcrafted by our artisan master distiller. Patiently aged in our historic oak barrel halls, the character of time is revealed in the richly 
richly coloured round body of this soft and complex spirit. Soft and complex? Yeah. I suppose after the... If you squint hard enough, you could pick pick the complexity. (laughs) Uh, This is 37%. And I've had this brandy before. Not straight. I've had it with... um, like in cooking, I've used this mm. in cooking. And as as we suggested, it would be good for cooking or mixing in cocktails. Yeah. So there's that one. And now the final. With the fancy the cap. The one where we began with the fancy cap, the one that I think was the most expensive and that I thought was a VSOP cognac. Is a VSOP cognac. Is a VSOP cognac. There we go. You, you picked it. I was right. It is Camus uh, VSOP Elegance Cognac. Uh, Maison Family de Puis, eighteen eighty three. I don't know. I don't know what that means or the pronunciation. So, uh, Camus VSOP Elegance is a blend of Udivi from selected growths that have been delicately aged in a tight grained oak in tight grained oak casks, offering ripe fruit aromas and a pleasant length on the palate. It it's hard to read because it's uh, grey on clear. Offering ripe fruit aromas and a pleasant length on the palate, it brings a slightly vanilla finish. This elegant cognac recalls the refinement of the Camus family home, Chateau, Chateau de Chateau du Plessis. Yeah, so cognac. 40%, 700 mils, bottled in France. And so we believed that that was the best, that the second mm. was the worst, and that the one in the middle was the one in the middle. Does that fit with the pricing? Let's find out. So, bottle number one, the Camus Grand VSOP Cognac. Is the top. It, it is, is the, the most, most expensive. expensive. So, so far that fits. Yep. The second one, the St. Agnes VS Brandy. We decided that that was the cheapest. Did we? We did. We, well, we thought that it was the worst of the three. Yep. It's the cheapest. It is the cheapest. Okay. And the Chateau de Tarake, uh VSOP Armagnac is the middle. Is the middle. So, there you go. It would appear at least from this small sampling, that with brandies, the pricing is... Reflective of the quality. Reflective of the quality, <laughs> yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. Uh, the the Camus was... like uh, You heard it, guys. It was oh, yeah. awesome. Um, the St. Agnes brandy is... It's got some weird flavors, but... You could definitely use it in cooking or mixing with other things. Mm, totally. Um, I mean, it's not dreadful. It's drinkable. Just. Just. I, I str- To be honest, I struggled finishing that glass. I thought you were struggling finishing the Almanac. Is that because I still have drink left in the glass? Yes, that is because you still have <laughs> drink left in the glass. And I suppose in part because it's smooth at the end, but that initial belt is so yeah, rough. Yeah. And I wonder if that's uh, 
representative of Armagnacs in general. Well, it could be. We haven't really had Armagnac before. Well, that that is the first Armagnac I've ever had. I think it's the first Armagnac I've also ever had. Hmm. But I did guess it as a VSOP, so I'm pretty proud of myself for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very superior old pale. Mm. Definitely paler than the middle one, both of the two VSOPs. I'm actually surprised that not none of these are an XO, given the uh, price bracket that the Camus is set in. Yeah, but I suppose being a being a cognac and a VSOP, it makes you wonder how much you would pay for an XO cognac or an extra cognac or a Napoleon cognac. Like That's a know, very good question. Probably a, hundreds of dollars. Yeah, like a 25 year. Yeah, you'd yeah be. easily. Yep. Well, you pay hundreds of dollars for a 25-year-old scotch. Well, 25-year-old anything, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we picked them right, but is it worth it? Like the $90 Camus VSOP, was it worth it, Mickle? I mean, it's definitely top drop territory mm. but do i feel like nine i feel like 90 might be pushing it mm. yeah it yeah it is probably the nicest brandy i've had so far oh yeah um hands down like i mean i've i've had a few brandies but nothing like this and if this was my first introduction to brandies, I would be definitely buying more brandy. Um, but this so far has been the exception rather than the rule, and so I I think it's worth it. In the uh, the Mukau that we had for our brandy episode was certainly not at this price range, but it didn't have the smoothness either. It was good. Yeah, but not that good. I yeah, I thought it was okay. Yeah, I guess it's a question of would you do it again? Would you go out and buy that bottle? If someone asked me to buy a bottle, a good bottle of brandy, I would pick this one. Oh, yeah, if someone said, "Yeah, buy me a good bottle of brandy." Yes, that's probably where I would go as well, admittedly, because I know that's a good bottle of brandy. Yeah. But like that's it though. I wouldn't buy any of the others again. I would I would buy one bottle of this per year or mm. something like that. Yeah, this this or better. Yes. Yeah. Because it's just so much better than anything else I've tried so far. Uh bottle the second. St Agnes. The, the cheapest. The cheapest. The St Agnes. Is it worth the price point? Yeah. You get what you pay for. Yeah. I mean, it's what, 30, 35? 32. 32. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly, it's reminiscent of a whiskey you might get at that price point. Yeah. So, dreadful. It's for mixing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um or for, for or for cooking. I mean, value for money, definitely. Yeah. Like, you're getting what you're paying for. Yeah. And and the Chateau de, Chateau de Terroquet, the Armagnac, 
Is it worth the $60? I don't know. It's very bitey, but it is very pleasant after that dissipates. Mm. Yeah, that's that's the kind of drink I think I need to warm up to. Like yeah. the Calvados that that we had. I didn't like it initially, but after I'd had a few goes at it, I didn't mind it. Yeah, so you think it potentially Armagnac may just be an acquired taste? Well, all booze is an acquired taste. Well, yes, that's very true. Nobody drinks a beer and, and is like, yes, this is fantastic. No, it's just beer. Yeah. Like, oh, so this is beer. Yeah. Yeah, and I suppose because we, we thought brandy, we were expecting brandy, just plain regular brandy, but it's not. It's Armagnac. Which and, is a style of brandy. Which is a style of brandy and potentially has that bite. And yeah, it could just be a case of, oh, this is Armagnac. Mm. But we Instead don't know. of this is a super bitey brandy. Yeah. Well, it is a super bitey brandy. Well, yes. <laughs> but it may be a style that is intentionally super bitey at the front end. Mm. And we don't know that for sure. Yeah, that's exactly it. Because we haven't researched Armagnac. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Anyway, we should uh, we should call call the end of the episode before we keep rambling because I'm sure we could keep rambling for another half an hour. Well, without a doubt, but we shan't. No, not today. So, if you liked what you heard, everyone, be sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. You can find us as a good drop all about alcohol on your favorite podcast app, including Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. The list goes on. You can also find us on the socials, Facebook and Instagram, as a Good Drop podcast. Yeah, and if you want to check out our backlog of previous episodes, you can jump on our website, agooddrop.com.au, or if you've got any comments, questions, feedback, suggestions for future episodes, if you've got a brandy that you really like and think we should try, send us an email to agooddrop at gmail.com. Next week, we will be doing a glass test. Another one. We haven't done one of these for a while. What's the, uh, what's, what's the substance? Well, we are chasing down white wines again and testing Pinot Gris. Hmm. We picked this one because it's quite floral. It's got a lot of smells and aromas that will hopefully be significantly affected by the shape of the glass. Yes, it's very different to what we've glass tested before as well, so it should be interesting. Hmm. So stay tuned next week to be glassed. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>